This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's Season 3, Episode 7 of the Golden View Podcast. Dedicated to the BC Lions only after their 24-13 Western final loss to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Now, having had my season ticket this year and joining up in July and getting seven games at home, um, I watched a lot of Lions football this year. And so I saw some of this stuff kind of coming before this game, and I'll tell you why. It relates to the October 6th game the Lions played against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, where they had a 10-point lead and they lost in overtime. Now, to me, that was a clear indicator, uh, I think, of how this game was going to go this weekend. Because the way the season started was the Lions beat Winnipeg in Winnipeg. They got blown out 51-14 by Winnipeg back in August. And this was sort of like the third game of the season between these two teams, right? And so I, I think that really provided a preview. Um, and so I have to say I'm not surprised in some ways the Lions did lose. I'm a little surprised in which the manner in which they lost because the, the offense only scored 13 points. Uh, the Lions gave up 13 points off turnovers. And uh, Winnipeg scored only 24. I think the defense after the first quarter really has to be credited for the amount they did to stop uh, the Bombers' offense, especially in the third and fourth quarters. But then the Lions' offense couldn't get it going, and it seemed like Lions' defense was getting tired. They were on the field way too much. Um, you know, we saw three turnovers from Adams, Vernon Adams Jr., and so um, a little tough, right? I mean, we're going to get into some stuff here about the BC Lions, their season, um, a lot of news I've been collating over the last couple of days uh, from a number of sources, anywhere from stuff on Twitter, stuff on Facebook, uh, a great article by J.C. Abbott uh, from 3 Down Nation, um, and so I like the start of JC's article as well, uh, because it plays on an old proverb, um, about deceive me once it's his fault, twice it's my fault. Now that kind of parallels, I think the BC Lions after back-to-back losses to Winnipeg, but I've used uh, JC's article as a bit of a source, but I've got a lot of my own research done and insights. And one of the things that JC hits on um, and I noticed this too, and I'll get into this, was just the fact how we all know how bad, or I shouldn't say bad because it's too simple a term, but how ineffectual the Lions running game this season. And to me, where it really first um, got accented or shown to me was the game in August against Hamilton, where returning Lions running back James Butler comes back playing for Hamilton after leaving um in free agency last year, and the Lions let him walk. Uh, a couple things on Butler here. Um, Butler himself uh, only had, in the 2022 Western Final, 
on a number of carries, and I'll find it here. Uh, Butler himself was ineffectual last year against the Lions, against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers on the ground. So this is something that's going to, you know, um, going to hurt the Lions again, and we saw it in that game against Hamilton in August, which is quite ironic. Um, Butler himself was a 1,000-yard rusher last year. Uh, Taquan Mizell tried. Um, he had 37 yards against Winnipeg for in five carries. And actually, Butler last year, this is a really interesting stat because Butler was actually worse. Um, he had six carries for four yards last year. And so something about the Lions and their running game is something that they're really going to have to address. But um, I saw a number of things that were interesting too, and I saw them lose to Hamilton in August. Uh, I saw the near loss against Ottawa in September. I remember the date was September 16th. Uh, where they really had to come from behind to beat Ottawa. Um, and they almost lost that game. Uh, and then I watched the Saskatchewan game at home at the end of September where they played really well and beat Saskatchewan. Uh, and then the October 6th game against Winnipeg. And then that awful home uh, game that was the last home game of the season against Calgary. And obviously then the Western semifinal against Calgary where they won pretty uh, convincingly. So that... That running game now is is becoming more and more apparent, and that's after losing Butler. And so I think that's a really interesting um, part of the Lions' season. A couple things uh, coming up, too, for next year. Obviously, the Lions are going to be back in 2024, but they host the Grey Cup in 2024. So it would be nice to see them in the Grey Cup. Last time they hosted the Grey Cup and actually won it was in 2011, and that's the last Lions uh, Grey Cup title. That's 12 years ago now, so it's been a while. Um, and we're just going to look at some other really interesting stats here, too, because there's a lot of stuff that's come out now. Season-ending press conference with uh, Rick Campbell and Neil McAvoy. Uh, a lot of talk about how much this team's going to change due to free agents. Uh, looking at the Roar report on Twitter, they uh, sent out some stuff about uh, free agents. J- uh, Javon Couture is a free agent. Um the guy that runs the Royal Report writes, if the money is right for Katori, we have McInnes. Uh, and both Phil Plot twins are free agents in 2025. Keon Hatcher, who was hurt in that game against Winnipeg with an Achilles tear, um, we can six-game him all 2024 if needed. And the fact that, you know, the Lions actually lost Hatcher in that game to me says a lot about that game too. I think that hurt the Lions. I didn't realize it because I didn't get the chance to watch it uh, until the third and fourth quarters. And by that point, um, I was looking for Hatcher on the field, and I didn't see him. And so, you know, I think that had an effect on the Lions. Uh, they also lost TJ Lee as well. Same injury, so it's going to carry over carry over to the 2024 season when you think about um, how serious that injury is and how long those guys are going to be out. But looking at some others... Um, Alexander Hollins, definitely he's coming back. I should get some stats on him. QB, we have uh, Dominic Davis. He'll be gone. He's the third stringer. Uh, Dane Evans, if the money is right. Uh, I didn't realize Evans was a free agent, but he got into a few games this year, and I think he was definitely an upgrade uh, from having Pipkin last year. Um, but, yeah, this is back-to-back losses, too, for the BC Lions. Uh, to um, the, the, the Winnipeg Blue Palmers in 
two Western finals, so we're at least getting there. Um, when you think about we didn't make the playoffs between 2016 and 2022, and I've gotten length into other podcasts how bad that period was between 2016 and 2022. And so you have to think about the progress the Lions have really made when we lost the 2020 pandemic season and how much progress they've made even since the start of 2021. And they still had Mike Riley quarterback, but they, that was really Rick Campbell and, and Neil McAvoy's first kick at the can with this team. So, um, you know, try to accentuate the positives, but I think the running game is going to be, have to be addressed. Uh, looking at some other um, free agent information, we've got everyone from Lucky Whitehead, uh, Terry Williams, um, some other notes here for sure. Definitely Matthew Betts, obviously with the kind of season he had, uh, 18 sacks, Sehon Tahuma, uh, you know, his second season, um, Ben Halatic, who I mentioned we met at the end of September, as a Canadian, uh, looking at some others here, Jelani Edwards-Cooper and Marcus Sales, uh, obviously Stefan Flintoff. And so, um, you know, there's going to be a number of changes for this team, but I really hope they try and bring back as many of these guys as they can. But I, I can tell you one thing, the biggest thing is going to be addressing the running game. Um, even with a guy like Matthew Betts and with Keon Hatcher, um, the Lions have work to do. And I just wonder with Winnipeg, you know, they just keep dominating. That's four straight Grey Cup appearances, right? Lost to Toronto last year, one in 2019, one in 2021. I think they have a good chance to beat Montreal this year. Um, but it's going to be interesting. All right, and let's keep uh, let's keep rolling through here because we're looking at some other stats from this game. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, other than the Lions' uh, running game, which was so poor in that game, obviously Adams was not great. Uh, even though uh, there's an announcement today from the BC Lions about fan voting, and the results are in. Uh, on all the uh, Lions Trophy winners. Bobby Bourne Memorial Trophy. Most outstanding players voted by the fans goes to Lucky Whitehead. Uh, looking down the road here. Offensive Player of the Year. Definitely Vernon Adams. Uh, basically 4,800 passing yards. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year, Gary Peters. Definitely uh, seated up for all 18 games. Four interceptions, 51 defensive tackles. Gary was... I actually thought Gary was fantastic in that game against Winnipeg, too. i got to look up his stats. Um, Terry Williams with uh, 1,315 kickoff return yards. And then the crazy comeback run that's right against Ottawa, which helped the Lions win that game when they, have, when they almost lost it. Um, Matthew Betts, most valuable lineman, definitely presented by BC alumni. TJ Lee, leadership and inspiration as voted by the players, definitely. And who else we got here? And we also have Ryder Varga for um, Rookie of the Year, nine special, 13 special team tackles, nine defensive stops, and a quarterback sack. So hopefully Ryder's going to be a part of the special teams and defense for a, a while to come. But I'm just trying to think what else we can break down in this season here. Um, and I don't think there's too much more other than, yep, the Grey Cup's coming up this week. Winnipeg's there again against Montreal. I'm definitely going to be watching it, but uh, also thinking a little bit about how BC could have been there. But as we said, uh, we alluded to a number 
of what I feel are really some good signals um, as to why the Lions didn't make it. And I don't know behind the scenes what the Lions did to try and address it. Even after that Hamilton game in August, um, it was just one of those things where you kind of saw some of this stuff coming. Um, And when they lost that game to uh, Winnipeg on October 6th, I think that was really one of the... um, one of the things that you knew was going to happen. Um, I wouldn't say Winnipeg had their number this year, had the Lions had a running game, and I understand they don't have a guy like the Bombers who have Brady Oliveira, but even if they had a running game that was in the mid part part of the league at fourth or fifth, it doesn't even have to be, I don't think, the top-ranked running game. Um, I think they would have had a chance to win this game. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that we're just going to have to ruminate on. This is the Golden V Podcast. Talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area. 